Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Jenny Queen, and you are listening to So What Do You Do All Day, a podcast about work, what we do, and why we do it. Is it love, money, or something else entirely? Today, we'll be talking to Karen Lidbury, owner of Charlie's Angels, a tailored all-female security agency based in Sydney, Australia. Hi, Karen. Hi, Jenny. So my first question is always, so what do you do all day? Oh, what do I do all day? What's well, an it's average, <laughs> just, What's an average day for you? An average day. Well, giving, given that, you know, our, our business is about bodyguarding and event security, most of the days are spent either putting the team together or being part of the team. And yeah, out there protecting, protecting people, being a little bit kick-ass sometimes, although probably you know, I shouldn't say that, you know, the most important thing, let's face it, is getting our people away from anything like that. But um, our day really consists of a lot of it's briefing and pre-planning. So there's heaps of time goes into, you know, knowing where we're going, where we're taking people, what we have to do, liaising with people that, you know, that maybe, you know, that someone's sort of holding something at a private home or an event is happening at a, you know, at a, a music, um, you know, a music studio or out there on stage. So it's like talking to all the people around them so that we're fully briefed with them and then just following the course of action and yeah, Excellent. hoping everything goes really well. <laughs> okay. So I've got to say the moment I heard about you guys um, and, and what's really interesting is I heard that you had been at several events that I've been at and I never noticed you, which See, I that's think the is, beauty. yeah. That's the beauty of us. Yeah. yeah. It's that covert, being able to be covert, you know, and I think the beauty of women in that role is that we can be discreet. We can be covert. You know, you, you may be somewhere surrounded by angels, but you just wouldn't know. See, that's brilliant. When I found out that this was a thing, I was, it makes such intuitive sense to me. Yeah. You know, boys are taught, don't hit a girl or whatever. Mm. So you can sort of take that Absolutely. training. Absolutely. And, and I don't know, cash in on that or like weaponize that to some extent. They can't um, or they, they are trained not to escalate with women mm. more than men. Mm. And we totally use that to our advantage. You know, the girls are trained. You know, they're trained to be able to... You know, they're trained in unarmed combat. You know, they've got martial arts training. But the beauty of, you know, and touch wood, <laughs> the beauty of women in that role is that it rarely gets to that. Yeah. And, you know, we use that psychological approach too. You know, if we're in a crowd and we're surrounded by a whole group of, you know, men that maybe have been drinking or whatever, you know, if something was to like, you know, if, if we were in the need to take someone outside or move them, you know, if that person laid a hand on one of us, you know, if that was a man, 
most men would like back off and go, oh, there's a fight or, or thinking that it's going to escalate, you know. Yes. But with a woman, it's like, boom, they would all be at our aid. So we do, we do use that whole psycho- psychological approach too so that we're not – you know, we, we sort of, we use all the things that are around us rather than thinking we're just, we're using our own toughness or brawn or anything like that. And it's a very intellectual approach, really, to yeah, some extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the past, friends have been like, oh, you know, you're a very good drunk whisperer to me mm-hmm. um, because I'm very good at talking drunk men into like, you know, let's, let's just go. Let's just, <laughs> very good at de-escalating those yeah, situations. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess it's very much the same thing. Absolutely. You know, women. Intuition, you know, yes. being able to de-escalate, you know, conflict resolution skills. I think they're just in our DNA, you know, that whole maternal being mothers. Like we've we've had to, you know, we've had to use that through our lives. We've had our mothers be, you know, using that on us and our brothers and sisters. It's just, yeah, it's just inbuilt. That's mm. actually absolutely true. Yeah. And I am a mother, so I have some experience with that. And I'm a smaller female and I don't have any martial arts training. I don't mm. have. So I've had to use wits occasionally instead of mm. brawn because I haven't got any brawn. <laughs> <laughs> Come train with us for a little while. <laughs> I would love to. And in fact, in, in a little bit, I'm going to ask some questions about that. But so I'm dying to know how you got into this. Oh, well, it was quite interesting, actually, because I started the business 21 years ago. Prior to that, my whole background was in the healing arts. So I was a sports remedial masseuse, shiatsu, you know, those sort of things. And and it was, you know, and I loved that, you know, like I came from the Northern Beaches, ex, you know, bit of a surfy, you know, it was like my whole background was in that really like, oh yeah, healing people, helping people. And then I had an injury. I fell down a flight of stairs, fractured the head of the radius. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? My father was police. He was ex-United Nations Police Corps. Oh, wow. He had done a bit of bodyguarding himself and he had left the force and started a security company. And I was thinking at the time when that happened, I was like, why isn't there a shit hot female security company? I wonder if there's something like that. And I did a bit of research. There was nothing like that. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking of like the old James Bond movies, you know, like girls that looked gorgeous but were lethal. I thought, wouldn't that be cool to sort of like start something like that? Well, it is incredibly cool. It is objectively, cool. it's cool. <laughs> And um, so then, yeah, so 21 years ago that happened and then I thought, okay, best I actually go out there and train up myself first. So I went through all the training to being, you know, a bodyguard, unarmed combat. The only thing, being a bit of a, an ex-hippie, surfy, weapons weren't my thing, um, but, you know, sort of advanced driving and that was. So I started up the company then and um, and it just you know, with the name, it just, it just went from like, oh my God, it just catapulted us. And uh, any woman that was in the industry sort of, it was only a matter of time before they heard about us. So I, I never really even was out there trying to bring people in. It was like, here we are. And they, I was just getting resumes coming at me. That's so it was fantastic. like, almost like something out of Mission Impossible, you know, you just go <laughs> through and you like pick, hmm, yes, that one's appropriate. <laughs> yeah. I think anytime you have an idea that good, Mm. It's going to have legs. I mean, the minute I heard about it, I was like, oh, my goodness. This is like, <laughs> how, how have I never thought of this? This is incredible. 
Um, you know, and yeah. and the fact that you've been at events that I have been at and I've never noticed is also testament to what a great idea it is oh. and what a, what an effective idea it yeah. is. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I must admit, I've been blessed with a really good team. Like you know, hands up, but there's been some awesome, awesome women. And this year is 21 years, <sighs> so I know where did that go? And um, you can imagine over that time, I've had different women come and go because you know, women sort of having children and you know, move on. So staff has changed a lot over that time, but just blessed with an absolutely awesome team. Now, over that time, have you seen a change in the type of work that you're asked to do or mm. the or the needs in, in the job? I think what I've noticed more than anything is the acceptability of women in that role. Mm. So, you know, when we first started off, I can remember my father saying to me, oh, no, look, I, no, I don't think that's a good idea. You know, and I was like, well, hang on. You know, there's mm -hmm. nothing like it. I think that there could be a real need. Oh, no, look, it's really a man's job, you know. Like, oh, dear. Oh, my God, I know. But seriously, though, at that time, there weren't that many women in that role. But, you know, there were movies, things like Alien, you know, where, where you've got sort of like a woman in this really strong, dynamic sort of role. And there was, and I just noticed whether it be in the press or in media or in film, you were starting to see women sort of really come to the forefront and be more in their power and being taken seriously in that role. So I think over the 21 years, what have I noticed? I think more, more society's acceptance of females in an empowered, protective role. And and, and, and I've noticed that clients, you know, clients, are, whereas before it was like, oh, yeah, but, you know, what if something happens? I'd be like, oh, my God, if you only knew. <laughs> <laughs> most of these, most of the girls would be far more lethal than a lot of the male counterparts out there. But it really was a, you know, a concept or, you know, they had that sort of concept in their minds that mm, can they really do it? But I haven't had that conversation right. with, you know, of late, you know, over that past few years, well, not even past few years, probably the last 10 years. It's just like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, sure. Yep. And also the longevity of the company yeah. speaks to its effectiveness, Absolutely. I think, too. Absolutely. I mean, if, if people at first started just thinking, cool, girls at the party, they're tough. Yeah. Now it's a you know, it's mm. a whole nother matter. It's yeah. been proven yeah. over 21 years. Absolutely. So. And it's like, you know, and the most important thing for me is that we don't look tough. You know, like it's not about, it's really having that really human aspect with people, like not having to be sort of some strong, intimidating, you know, brawny sort of presence. It's just that one-on-one, -on -one, you know, like getting people to do what you want them to do willingly. Yes. You know, so, and that's where I think the beauty of women in that role, that use of, you know, their, their conflict resolution skills, their intuitive, they're, they're just maternal, like wanting that caring, you know, caring for that person, caring for the safety of that person, the people around them, you know, like for, for instance, you know, what comes to mind is like when, when you spoke of before, you know, someone intoxicated, you know, that maybe is behaving really badly, mm -hmm. you know, our whole thing is like, we want. We don't want them embarrassing themselves exactly. in front of the other people. So right. it's really that real caring element rather than, you know, come, you need to come outside. You don't or, want them to be yeah. embarrassed. You don't want them to get Absolutely. hurt. You just want them to get home safely and everybody Absolutely. to be okay at the end. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. That makes perfect sense to me. So I would like to know, like, you're talking about women who are not bruisers. You said not these uh -huh. big. Uh, so how, how how lethal are they? Oh, well, 
Look, you know, across the gamut, there's, you know, there's different martial arts skills that some of the girls are, are trained in. But I think one of the most interesting and the one that I love is one of our girls only stands about five foot two. So she's only sort of a little, you know, little thing and petite, you know, and, uh, you know, when she talks, she talks like that, you know, it's like, you just wouldn't think butter melt in the mouth. Uh, but whenever they had years ago, whenever they had the big martial arts tournaments and you've got, think about it here, you've got tournaments where you've got a lot of people in an excited state with so many different martial arts skills. So you've got really quite a lethal sort of like, you know, a crucible of all this lethal sort of energy if turned around the wrong way. And, um, and that, yeah, they always just say, now, is such and such available for that tournament? And I'll be like, why? Because what she used to do because she was so small and so covert, she could weave all through the crowd, identify sort of anything that was sort of like, you know, getting a little bit out of hand in any way. And because she was triple, she was black belt in a few styles. Mm -hmm. So she was like so lethal. And I used to say, oh, but you know, some of those, some of those people are really big. And, um, and she used to say to me, oh no, but you know what? I'm closer to the point of gravity and it's just much easier for me to topple them. <laughs> Topple them. Topple love them. Love it. <laughs> I love it. You know, and, and there was another one I'll never, ever forget when I was, when I was first, you know, I was recruiting and um, this girl came to me and, and I was like, I just watched that movie, um, G.I., what was it? G.I. Joe? G. It was... G.I. Jane? G.I. Jane. Okay. Yep. And... Um, and it, Bruce Willis's wife, who was Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Yes. Demi Moore was the lead, right? And I just watched that movie anyway. So this girl comes in recruiting. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. And I look up and she's tall. She stands probably about six foot, blonde hair, blonde hair up, you know, very pretty, sort of a buxom looking, you know, and I was like, oh my God, you don't, you know, like, you don't look like you know, you, you look like a Charlie's Angels, but really? And then, and then when she sat down, I said, so tell me a little bit about you or your background. And, um, and then, it, and she was like, oh, well, okay. Well, firstly, I was probably one of the first women to go in Australia in the SAS. And then I was a, a medic in the, and, 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 just reeled, yeah, and just reeled off. And I was like, Oh my God. And then I couldn't, I stood there. Well, it's not, wasn't standing. I was sitting there and I started giggling to myself and she looked at me and she was like, what, what's, what's so funny? And I was just like, Oh my God, I've just seen that movie, G.I. Jane or whatever. And I said, you are G.I. Jane. You're some <laughs> like certified badass. Yeah, and the same <laughs> black belt in a martial arts. But it's, you know, like with, it's not like all the girls are trained in martial arts because in some scenarios they don't necessarily need that training. They're acting more in regards to being sort of like a host, you know, they're, they're directing people. They're just making sure everything goes well, but not necessarily like, you know, in a role where they have to all of a sudden be sort of like frog marching someone out. Right. Although the very person that I spoke of, we did do it. We were, we were looking after a, and it was a place down on the 
uh, overseas passenger terminal down there. And, um, and I got a call and I, uh, I've got a call and her name's Deb. Anyway, I got a call from Deb saying, oh, look, I hope I won't get into trouble. And I said, well, what's happened? She said, well, there was a whole group of barristers. They were all drinking. And then one of them just got out of hand. And I asked him so politely, that he should be leaving, but he just wouldn't do it. And I was like, oh, right. She said, yeah. And it just got to the stage. He just arced up and I suppose he shouldn't have done that in front. I said, well, why, what happened? She said, well, I actually frogged marched him out in front of all, (laughs) all the, all the men that he was drinking with, with all of them clapping me as I was doing that. Oh my God. Yeah. See. They were clapping. They were clapping. <laughs> so he's clearly being obnoxious yeah, and deserves yeah, it. Yeah. I also wanted to ask, like, what, what's like the weirdest day of work you've had or the most um, that you can talk about? Mm. Oh, I think you... probably, this is a little bit sort of left of field, but I think that probably the most unusual was I remember bodyguarding. We were bodyguarding a client that was a CEO and we were out in a Western, we were out in a country town. It was a big event that was being held, but we were looking after this client and the weirdest thing, one of the weirdest things, it was like one of the girls, she had this, this guy that was just, because we were, we, you know, we weren't dressed in uniform. We were just dressed in sort of civilian, but we were keeping an eye. And because of the way we operate, it wouldn't have been, anyone there would not really have known that this person had a team looking after her. And then one of the girls, it was just this gentleman had decided that he just thought that she was the prettiest thing and just so we were being tailed the whole time and with her going oh my god I just can't shake him I can't shake <laughs> yeah yeah so, <laughs> so what's the weirdest I think you know like even though the movie in that with Charlie's Angels you know they're gorgeous looking girls sometimes for me having a gorgeous girl in that role is counterproductive because she can be like almost like it's like bees to a honeypot. Right. It's not. Know? It's not. Yeah, un, it's yeah, not yeah. under the radar as absolutely. much. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you know you've got to be careful sometimes. I remember we had a celeb out here. I think it was in our first first year, second year. It was a um, you know it was an actor from the states. I won't say the name, but the actor came out and I had assigned a girl to look after him, and it was perfect because it was going to look like. It was just one of the assistants, but she was a good looking girl. And I ended up getting a call from his management saying, now, I think we might have to change the bodyguard because we don't want his wife thinking that (laughs) that he's... (laughs) Oh my goodness! <laughs> so that, look, there's some of the there's some of the challenges. Really in the role. interesting challenges, yeah. though. Hey, yeah. I mean, gosh, for like an average day at work, that's a really interesting set of challenges. Yeah. <laughs> I also wanted to know. Um, well, I, I think you've already answered this. I was going to ask, do you enjoy your work? I, I, oh, look, I love it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I, and and having great team to work with makes it you know, even more special. You know yourself, you know, if you're spending a lot of time every day in a role that's like, you know, and for us, those those hours can just stretch, you know, so it's it's not a nine to five for us, you know, like it could be a role where, you know, there's been plenty of them where it's been a, like an 18 hour shift or mm-hmm. something like that, or you're working overnight because there's a high risk. Um, and, you know, the sort of work that we do, it covers such a gamut, you know, like it's not just, it's just not 
entertainment, you know, like we're looking after women that are under threat. You know, we're looking after women with AVOs out. We're looking after women that have got a, you know, a really enraged husband that just wants to find them and and do away with them and the kids. You know, so we've got some really high risk. And then we've got our corporates, you know, CEOs that we just need to sort of look after and be in roles sometimes where we just look like the PA or the the, um, PT, you know, personal trainer. Right. That Mm. makes perfect sense to me. And it's also, I was thinking about like in, in a personal protection role to have someone who just looks like a friend who can kind of fly under cover in that way would be incredibly helpful. And also the caring thing you're talking about, Mm. how much more helpful to feel that you're being cared for when you're already in that really vulnerable position. Yeah, Um, yeah, gosh, if I were in that position, I would so much rather have someone who was being a little maternal toward me because mm. I know I'd be righteously freaked out if that were me. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely wanted to ask, while I've got you here, some mm. tips for women to think like a Charlie's Angel or to, you know, to... I think the biggest thing is awareness, you know, the awareness that we live in a world where it's it's just unpredictable. You know, like, for instance, here we are in Sydney thinking, oh, you know, safe part of the world. And then we have someone, some crazed person wielding, yeah, wielding a a blade running through a shopping centre. So getting to that, you know, that unpredictability, it's really about awareness. You know, it's women being aware of their surroundings, aware of, you know, like whether that be, you know, leaving an office party late at night, had a few drinks, you know, just being in well-lit areas, you know, not being on their mobile phone, you know, not having headphones Headphones. on, someone walking up and saying, you know, oh, what's the time? And then looking down to watch the time rather than just putting their arm up and showing the time and keeping eye contact. So some tips, it would always be around that whole thing of awareness, just being aware of your surroundings. Eye contact is helpful in that kind of situation? Um, Yeah, because, you know, like most, most aggressors, they're looking for weakness. Okay. They're looking for a weakness. So it's, you know, like it may be, for instance, you know, so I'm with you. We've just left the gig and we're walking down the street and all of a sudden we're surrounded by a gang of youths. You know, it's that it's that eye contact and then trying to walk away. You, you don't really want to stay and engage with people. The sooner you get away, the better. Right. And it's interesting you should, should say that because we're actually now starting up training, which we haven't done before, which is training to empower women, you know, empower them to feel more safer on the streets, that whole sort of urban and street awareness thing. But tips, yeah, being just really feeling in your power, you know, that energy, you know, I know this all gets sounds a bit etheric and with a name with Charlie's Angels, with angels being the last Not word. To me. You know? <laughs> I, I, I understand the energy thing. Yeah, I do. yeah, yeah. So it's it's having, it's really being in that power, being in that energy, you know, and, and as I said, you know, people that are looking to be an aggressor or take advantage, they are looking for that victim. So it's placing yourself in an energy that's not a victim energy. Um, that would be probably the biggest tip. Fantastic. Now, if someone wants to find you, find yes. your services, mm-hmm. um, how do they do that? Oh, easy. Just the website. So they go to www.charliesangelssecurity.com.au. Just a point of entry there. They can send us an email or the phone number's there. Just give us a call and... And then your services, you have personal protection, which we've talked about. You have events, you have hosting. Something about driving, I think I saw. What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one of our latest services, which is a chauffeur. So it's, you know, you can be picked up from the airport. It could be the chauffeur, but the chauffeur could be host or could be a bodyguard 
or, you know, someone that's a tour guide, but you're getting sort of like a mix. You've got personal protection there. You've got someone that knows the local area and yeah, sort of just, you know, more than a driver, so to speak. Yeah. Love it. Mm. And then also these classes, which I'm, oh, like I, I said, I'm, I'm like, so excited. I'm signing up. Yeah. I think y'all should sign up. <laughs> I know. It's interesting. Every time I, like if I'm out and about in a social, you know, situation and I say, oh, you know, we're doing these courses, you know, these workshops, we're just going to sort of help with female empowerment. So, uh, Sign me up, sign me up. You know, like all the women <laughs> tend to put their hand up, go, right, I'm in. <laughs> I could use a little empowerment, I gotta say. I think we, all, we could. all could. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. All right. Well, is there anything else that you can tell me about the, about your company? Is there anything you wanted to say that you're oh, doing that's new, that's exciting? Or? Oh, look, I think I've, I think for us, the training, the training is the big thing, you know, getting out there. Because let's face it, you know, there's so much domestic violence happening. There's mm. so much sort of aggression being perpetrated against women. So we're really excited I that we have... want to take that out there and start getting, come on, women, let's band together. I'm quite interested in that, actually, because I have bizarre things happen to me on the street. The other day, I had some guy walking a couple inches behind me whistling yeah. uh like you know it was a theme song to the Andy Griffith show which is really weird <laughs> um and it, but he kept in lockstep with me for a long time mm. just right behind me mm. and eventually I swung around with my elbow like and stared at him mm. and he walked around and yeah. smiled the super creepy smile mm. but it's like you know that kind of thing happens periodically and it's like what well, you know what, even it's, you know, like people don't realize the power of their own voice. You know, a lot of people, when they're in a situation where they're a little bit sort of fearful, they go into that fear, fright, you know, flight, not quite sure. And a lot of people get like deer in headlights. But one of the most powerful things that we have, you know, you don't need to necessarily be trained in some martial arts or whatever. Having a few sort of tips of what to do is great. But using the power of your voice, just having your hands up in front of someone's face and at the top of, and it has to be, it needs to come from the core. It needs to be primal, you know, that back off. Excellent. You know, that really strong back up, like, and strong. Think about it, you know using your voice really highlight that anyone around would be attracted. Right, right. And at the same time, people aren't expecting that. No, you know, they so are it not. can really for it can really sort of and, and what you want to do is you just want to take them out of that zone. If they're in that zone and they're now focusing, focusing and their energy is sort of directing towards you, that strong voice gets almost like a pulse. It can go out there and that just sort of shocks them enough for you to turn and just walk away. Great. You know, and then walking away is always sort of turning back. Keep your eye on that person. Yes. A lot of people have the tendency to just think, oh, they're just walking away. It'll be fine. Not recognizing that actually that person is just maybe right behind you or yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? So yes. always keep your eye on people. Okay. Mm. Excellent. Well, um, and your classes are going to be in, are they in Sydney? Yes. Yeah. All right. And wow. then hopefully we'll sort of, yeah, international, who knows? I love it. I yeah. love it. So I'll be signing up, y'all. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for having a chat. I really appreciate it. Oh, lovely. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.